Garden of Eden, there are so many answers, so many revelations, so many lessons that can provide insight to much of what we struggle to overcome. This morning, I want to journey back to the Garden of Eden to provide you with some revelation about your free will. I want you to think for a moment. God could have easily made the tree of life inaccessible to Adam and Eve, but he didn't. He placed it in the middle of the garden and then gave Adam instructions not to eat from it. Why? Did the all-knowing God not know that the tree would bear fruit? Did he not know that the fruit that the tree would bear would be pleasing to the sight? So why did he just not do what we do for our children? When we don't want them to access something, we put it up and out of their reach. Are we smarter than God? Absolutely not. The choice God made to give Adam and Eve access to the tree that he did not want them to eat from may seem puzzling to us. But here's the answer straight from Eden. He did it so that they would have access to exalt their love for him. See, understand this. The only way an authentic love can be exalted is through choice, without force, and without any manipulation. When we extend our love to someone, we expect it to be reciprocated. That expectation and desire is actually the God in us. For God too desires that his love for us be reciprocated. We have various love languages. God has one, obedience. Choosing to follow the will and the word of God is our way of demonstrating our trust, faith, and commitment to him. God gave us access to everything he created. He gave us access to do anything we choose, even sin against him. Some like to boast that they're grown, so that makes them entitled to be able to do this, to do that, or to act this way. And the truth is, they're absolutely you can engage in adultery, fornication. You can steal, lie, kill, choose to be nice, or choose to be nasty. God's gift of free will gives you full access to commit sins, crimes, and violate every one of his commandments and his will. The only catch attached to your free will is that it's tied to your love of God, which can only be exalted through obedience. In 1 Peter 2.16, the scripture reads, Live as people who are free, not using your freedom to cover up evil, but living as servants of God. Now, is God looking for perfection? No. If we were perfect, we would have no need for him. With all that is available to us, 
in and outside of his will, in and outside of his mandates. Still, if we stumble, trip up, or fall to the wayside, his love allows us to repent. And he then extends us forgiveness. Now this is where some try to play God in all honesty. They think repentance is just admitting that you have sinned. Repentance is admission of sin, but it's also a commitment to turn from that sin. This is why I say some try to play God because some have the audacity to think that they can keep sinning against God, claiming it as a mistake, a slip up, a stumble, or an indiscretion. Ask God to forgive them and then proceed until the opportunity to sin again presents itself. Here's just a little sidebar for the unmarried folk out there. This is why it is important to seek a mate that loves God. I'm not talking about someone that shows up to church regularly, but I'm talking about one that has an authentic love for God because it's their love of God, not you, that will keep them committed to his will and his word and in turn honor any commitment made to you. God's tolerance extends to us an abundance amount of grace and mercy. But even God gets tired of being lied to. Even God gets tired of being punked. And his grace runs out. Now most of you don't hear this too often. But God's grace runs out. God will turn you over to a reprobate mind. What a reprobate mind is, it's God essentially saying, okay, You want to keep violating my will? You want to keep going against my commandments? You want to keep dancing with the devil and showing up at his party? And then you think you can return here and find rest with me? No. God gets tired. And he will turn you over to the one that you want to dance with. He will turn you over to the one that throws the parties that you like that's okay with the things that you do and the way that you do them. You better read Romans 1. Our free will is a precious gift meant to be used as a reflection of our hearts. Understand that true love can only thrive and authentically exist when there are other options available and our choices are made without force or manipulation. If you have to force, threaten, manipulate, or give someone ultimatums in order for them to confess their love for you, that's not love. If someone loves you because you two are stranded on a desert island with no other options, that's not love. Now I'm going to date myself a little bit now. And some of you may know the old song that says, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. That's the most ungodly advice. FYI, God is love. So all that we define as love should be godly. And free will along with choices 
we've learned from the garden is godly. Love is exalted when we, with a willing and conscious mind, make the decision to honor who we profess to love with a sincere commitment not tainted with circumstances, excuses, or blame. Again, we all have been given the gift of free will. And how we use it reflects our love for God. Choosing to be the best that you can be and walking in purpose reflects your love for God. Choosing to treat others in a manner that acknowledges God's omnipresence reflects your love for God. Choosing to give God unconditional praise regardless of the circumstances reflects your love for God. Choosing to pray, communicate, and consult God in all you do reflects your love for God. Now I want to close by asking you a question that I want you to ponder over throughout this day. And I hope and pray that moving forward, it helps you with the decisions of your actions and your reactions and and your motives and your moves. Does your choices reflect your love for God? Remember, when you start your day with truth, Blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. And when you commit your heart and mind to the studying of the Word of God, you lay a path for uncompromised joy. Oh, oh, oh.